Welcome, dear listeners, to the inaugural episode of the Kingdom Comes Ministry podcast. And today marks a truly special occasion. I am so thrilled to introduce a very special guest today, someone who is not only my life partner, but also a source of inspiration in the realm of faith and ministry. Today, we'll delve into his unique perspective, experiences, and insights, offering you a glimpse into the intertwining of our lives and our shared commitment to Kingdom Come principles. So without further ado, let's dive into this heartfelt conversation about faith, love, and ministry with my wonderful husband, Lucas. Lucas, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. What about yourself? I am so excited to kick off this first episode introducing you on the show. I definitely wouldn't have it any other way. Are you ready to get into some questions? Oh yeah, for sure. Let's do it. Could you share a bit about your background in ministry and what initially drew you to serve in a leadership role? So initially, my father was a pastor. I grew up in a church. started off playing music from a young age, which is now part of what I do. But uh, apart from that, as I grew up, I kind of went my own way. And then in the recent years, whenever you and I got together, we began to seek the Lord. And uh, we wanted to fill that void that we were having. We both got back in, um, and then you and I took the role of uh, youth pastors, and I was a part of the worship ministry also. As far as what drew me to serve as a youth pastor, the desire to serve and do the will of the Father and be the hands and the feet that it asks us to be. So you talked a little bit about your background and the role that you played. Now, I, I understand you are currently not in that minister role and kind of can you explain a little bit what you you and your wife are doing now that you aren't serving full-time in church yeah uh currently that we are not full-time ministers we are in a season where god is um helping us refine the ministries that that really take place in our lives outside of church outside of the house of god which is um primarily our our families and learning how to be effective witnesses in the workplaces that we work or that I work currently. So, I mean, currently at this time, it's just learning how to be effective in all the places that isn't church. Amen. You kind of describe the leadership, uh, the role that you played inside the church. You're explaining the leadership that uh, and the role that you play outside the church. And I know that many leaders face challenges within ministry. Can you describe a specific instance where you may have experienced some kind of challenge in church or um, any specific time that maybe you have experienced church or and how did it impact you personally and spiritually? Uh, one of the instances that I experienced, not necessarily a hurt, but a, um, I guess a negative response was to the comment that I wouldn't be able to be a minister at any other church if it wasn't for the grace of God. And if it wasn't first this human man giving me the opportunity, then I would have never got the opportunity anywhere else. And I think for the longest time that kept me quiet and it actually began to penetrate my mind to the point that I actually started believing that. And so it, it made me dependent upon a man instead of dependent upon God. 
and it actually like i felt like it was like an anchor whenever i was supposed to be moving forward instead it just kind of held me back you know the truth is is that god is the one that divinely puts our steps before us and it's our job to walk and to follow the path that he's put before us and he's the one that opens the doors and he's the one that that gives us i guess position or title or whatever you want to call it he's the one that that puts us in the place that we're going to be most effective and it can be high or it can be low in stature but ultimately it's him who does it wow that's really powerful so next i i kind of want to dive in into how you navigated that hurt how did you cope with that emotional and spiritual toll of that comment during that time i think during that time it took a lot of prayer and it took a lot of my character was being built at the time i I didn't know it because you know all the other thoughts that are going through your mind and you know all all the negative things that could have been affecting me at the moment but i think really ultimately that was a way for God to help build my character and not that but to actually know who I am in him and who he is in me it was a lesson that I needed to learn before the season that I'm coming into now were there specific individuals or maybe even resources that kind of helped you maybe even a support system that played a crucial role in helping you navigate and overcome those challenges as far as people go there were people that I believe that God would speak to me through and had messages that were specifically intended for me to hear at different moments ultimately i really just believe that it was really god speaking and since that season of my life it required me to be on my knees a lot more it required me to fast it required me to 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 really give up me persevere towards him it caused his voice to be a lot louder and my ears to be a lot more open so I was just able to hear him a lot more. And it, it, it kind of seemed like the spirit of discernment really began to operate a lot more heavily in my life. And it's like a, a, just a heavier boldness began to come to me to be able to discern what was Holy Spirit, what was God and what was not. And it, it just it just kind of slowly started to click eventually to a point where things started making sense and specific things that were being said just didn't make sense. You know, the Holy Spirit helped me discern things. But I mean, of course, you know what I'm saying? I got, you know, you were also praying with me and we were studying about it and we were and we, we were both concerned about our own self and why we were thinking the way we were thinking. And we wanted to know. We wanted to know why. And so, you know, we began to dig in the place that we know has answers and we began to ask the one who has all the answers. And he just began to answer us. And like I said, our ears were open to hear what he wanted to tell us because we were desperate. So, I mean, first and foremost, it was him. Second and foremost, I think it was you, my wife. And then, you know, third was just all the people who were willing to allow God to speak through them to me and be authentic and genuine with what they were having to tell me. So that pretty much summed up the the next question. Um, I was going to ask you, how did your faith play a role in your healing process? But you really hit the nail on the head when you were just talking about how, you know, you really stood to the Holy Spirit. And maybe you could go more deeper in, into that. Were there specific scriptures? And I know you talked about, you know, fasting and prayer and things like that. But were there specific scriptures in the Bible that may have helped you during those times? One that you know, is used pretty commonly, but it's very true, is uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you. That was, a, that was a very important scripture in my time and what I was going through because, you know, you read that a lot of times and, and a lot of people can be very manipulative to make you think that it's, 
is in their mind might be for they know the, the plans that that he has for you or for this group of people knows the plans that he has or for this individual knows the plans but um that's not what it says it says for i know the plans i, I just began to really um understand what this meant on a much deeper level than just 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 what it says like there was a, a much more understanding that came with it and um yeah that scripture is definitely one of my favorite top tier scriptures that i like to use as well and just to press in a little bit deeper into that scripture 2911 also talks about where god declares his plans for us plans of hope in a future plans to prosper us and it's just such a good reminder that he will never leave us he will not forsake us and we may have our own plan of our own but his plans are better and that and we should just find peace in knowing that his plans are good and no matter what we've been through that he can always turn it around for him or his glory so as we transition to our next topic, I'm just interested to see if you have more insight that you can share with other leaders that are going through something similar or maybe our audience regarding finding hope and purpose in these challenging times. What advice would I give them? The advice I guess that I would give anybody that's going through something like this would be first and foremost to seek the Lord more and to be willing to listen to what he has to say before any man has anything to say. Um, because his word is final and his word is what is what makes makes demons tremble and what moves mountains so um yeah it would just be that just to seek him and listen to him and allow for yourself to operate in the gift of discernment um to be able to discern what's going on in that situation and to just be bold and be willing to speak to the individual or to the group you know in, in the way in the context of the way the bible asks us to to deal with these type of situations and um just to remember that if you don't say anything and if you don't if you're not willing to pray and ask god for revelation and 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 for these situations to be restored back to a um, healthy position that all you're doing is agreeing with agreeing with it how can the church community better support leaders who are dealing with uh, any type of church hurt or spiritual abuse or any kind of offense there should never be a one man has all the power type of situation there should always be accountability for the staff for the leaders for the main pastors for for you know for the associate pastors for youth pastors or whatever other position there should always be an accountability and there should always be people church that are wise counsel that you can speak to about these situations that you know that you can have trust will steward the information that they've been receiving well and have the intention of trying to find the best solution um, for whatever's going on yeah um, that's some pretty good advice to wrap up our final and last question can you share a positive aspect or outcome that emerged your journey of overcoming everything that you've went through both personally and in your ministry leadership um, i think personally definitely allowed me to grow a thicker skin it's allowed me to be able to have a boldness to speak up and to be able to steward what the Word of God says a lot better, to be a good ambassador of the Word of God and, and what, what He asks us to be here on earth. As far as ministry goes, it's encouraged me a lot to uh, to begin to pursue it again in that aspect to, to get back into some type of ministry school or something like that, to go back to further my education so then I can continue in whatever direction God is calling me in, you know, be able to show myself approved in that way. Before we conclude our conversation, 
I'd love to hear your final thoughts. Reflecting on your journey of overcoming torture, what message or encouragement would you like to leave with our listeners, especially with those who may be currently navigating their own challenges? Yeah, I mean, the advice I would give would be based off James 1, verse 2. It says, Consider pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. That's true as you can read it over and over and over again. And that's just it. Um, Just don't ever think that you are alone whenever you are being tested and whenever you are going through things. As a Christian, you're going to have it happen all the time. But it's all for your own good. It's it's all for a day that's coming and it's going to be worth it. Just it's worth it. Get through it and stay the course for sure. And always listen to what he has to say and always be willing to follow what God asks you to do, whether it's to stay there and to persevere through it or to go somewhere else, if that is what he's asking of you. As we bring the curtains down on this inaugural episode, I want to extend my sincere gratitude to Lucas for joining us and sharing his wisdom and experiences. It's been an enriching conversation, and I hope you, our cherished listeners, have found inspiration in this interviewing of our faith and journey. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and please share your thoughts or any topics you'd like us to explore in the future episodes. Your feedback is invaluable. Thank you again for being a part of the Kingdom Comes Ministry podcast family. May your faith continue to guide and inspire you. Until next time, stay blessed. If you enjoyed this conversation, don't forget to like and subscribe. And remember, if you have a story to share or would like to be a guest on the show, feel free to reach out. Until next time, stay blessed.